Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. All right, y'all, checking in a little bit late tonight, had a busy day, full of excitement, full of um, continuous uh, learning, um, learning, growing, and uh, experiencing. So we wanted to share with you guys what we have uh, learned today and hope it adds value to you, um, hope it uh, encourages you, and uh, um Maybe even make you laugh. Yeah, maybe you just <laughs> laugh at us tonight. Yeah, um, that's it. Today's a comedy show. It is. <laughs> Christian was being pretty funny right before <laughs> this laugh here. This uh, laugh here. <laughs> this laugh here. <laughs> All right. Take it away, Sharita. All right. Your show. No, it's yep. not. Batman, it's I'm show. Robin. No. So tonight, hey, we wanted hey, to ask, <laughs> real quick, because we won't be before you long, where have you settled? What area in your life have you settled? Or found yourself settling in. So, you know, asking where have you settled doesn't mean where you live, where do you live, or, <laughs> you know, where have you and your family settled in the United States? But where in your life, what area in your life have you found yourself settling in? There's areas in our life where we might have to kick down some doors. You know, mm. one of my favorite songs is, um, I can't even think of the title right now, but. You know, it talks reckless about love. reckless love, you know, like just kicking down doors, <laughs> you know, God kicking down doors in our in our life for us in our lives. Um, and that sometimes that's what we have to do. Some areas in our life, like we have to kick down some doors and not always just accept what's mm-hmm. given to us, what's thrown our way. We have to knock down some doors. And mm-hmm. I know for me, um, that's kind of a struggle at times mm-hmm. because, you know, a person uh, being a person of faith for a long time, I felt like, OK, well, if it isn't easy, if I'm just, you know, not going to walk through that door <laughs> and that door just doesn't open as soon as I walk to it and it just automatically open. Like I, I was me. it's not for me. Like I wasn't even trying to turn the handle to open the door to go through it. I just wanted it to, you know, like I often fall say, in lap. fall in my lap, like mm-hmm. Be on my doorstep and ring the doorbell because if it if it didn't even ring the doorbell, maybe somebody left it there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it ain't mine. You know, on accident. But sometimes in different areas of our life, we have to kick down doors and not just accept things that are just given to us that are just thrown at us. We don't have to accept it. And I'll give you a few examples. Some examples are areas in our health. Like you go to the doctor and the doctor tell you, oh, um, you know, you you have this diagnosis um or you 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 have to take this medication mm-hmm. for the rest of your life you have to do Absolutely. this and what um we're really learning is that in in the pharmaceutical well, industry mm-hmm. right it's a lot about it's frozen there mm-hmm. too um in the pharmaceutical industry it's a lot about making money you know not really giving people the um the the, the knowledge and the wisdom to try to get better, get healthy. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Right. Hey, Keisha. Hey, sis. Um, hey, Glennis. So hey, so Teresa. Hey, Lawrence. 
it's so important for us to sometimes knock down doors yeah. in our lives and not just accept what's given to us. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really like that song because of some of the things that is kind of like continuously illustrated. And, and you know, it talks about no wall that he won't tear down, you know. No lie, he won't tear down. down no wall, he, he won't kick, kick down. down. Coming, Ch- coming after, after me. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes that's what we have to do after the things that we want. Like, what do you desire? Do you truly want it? Because sometimes, you know, we're given an opportunity to have something, but do you really want it? Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that I think about is, um, it is like our children, right? Um, you know, the other day Sharita was, was joking and, um, we always talk about like the, the the things that you do, the actions that you take, and and how it precedes you, how it goes before you, and then how that shows up right mm-hmm. in others, right? So we were joking with um with our boys, and we were um our boys play sports a lot, and um in 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 their rooms they have these like almost like affirmations and these things that you know they look at every day and they kind of like reiterate and they look at and they and. You know, it's it's pretty awesome, man. One of them says, "Eat, sleep, and dream basketball," or something like that. And play basketball and play basketball, right? And so, <laughs> in that, you know, Sharita was like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna take this sign down from your room, and I'm gonna put it in your room because you're eat, sleep, and you know, playing basketball." And it's because of the actions, right? And so, mm-hmm. some people want it more than others, and I, and I think about like the people that made it to the NBA. Like all people think about is Oh, these people, like, they were gifted, they were talented. Yeah, to a certain extent, but people don't think about, like, how many hours, Mm -hmm. like, LeBron James, how many hours Kobe Bryant, how many hours all these people put into their craft to get that good. To get that good. You know, you don't just get up one day and can dribble like that. Like, you have to work hard at it. it. You know, Steph Curry, you know, think about people Mm -hmm. that play football, people that sing. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't just happen. Some people have natural talent, mm-hmm. but you have to work at it consistently. Right. And one of the things that I that I looked at is like, you know, we talked about this before. It, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of craft, 20,000 to become a legend. But what are you currently becoming a, a master at? What are you not letting come in your way as an obstacle on your way to your becoming, mm-hmm. on the way to your journey? It could be a mispromotion. It could be, um, you know, a bad report, like Sharita was saying from the doctor. It can be a small obstacle, and do you let it derail you? Or do you just settle for that? You know what I mean? Like if somebody, if you go up for a promotion and you don't make that promotion, do you say, oh, it wasn't meant for me to to make the next promotion (laughs) or make the next rank? You know, being military. Oh, that's just not meant for me. Mm-hmm. If you don't make it, no, you work hard and you make it the next time mm-hmm. that you get to go up. No, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life, especially when it's within my control to be able to do something about. I look at, you know, when people with obesity get, you know, certain medical issues, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they get, they have heart attacks or, you know, different medical issues that they could have prevented, you know, instead of letting the doctors just say, oh, okay, you know, this is what, this is what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you have high blood pressure, you have yeah. this, you have that. When it's within your control, you not, that's what we're talking about. Where in your life, what area in your life have you settled? Have you just accepted what's given to you? What's thrown your way? None. We do not settle. 
That's what we're talking about tonight. We don't settle. Mm -hmm. Don't settle in any area of your life. And I don't care what anybody has to say, especially if you have uh, you know, uh, uh, a feeling deep down inside. It doesn't even have to be a strong feeling where you have a feeling deep down inside. Like, you know what? This is for me. This is what I'm supposed to have. This mm -hmm. is what I'm meant to do. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, something that I, I deeply desire, yeah. you know, like I can think of so many scriptures. God gives us the desires of our heart. Faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. You know, I talked about myself being the type of person that was, you know, Felt like I was so spiritual and I felt like everything was just supposed to rain down upon me. You know what I mean? But faith without yeah. works is dead. I have to work. Sometimes, just like you said, Christian, sometimes you're going to have to put in the work and the extra effort because guess what? We got to know whether or not you really want it. You know, do you really want this? You know what I mean? If I give this to you and... Or if I don't give this to you, are you still going to go after it? You know what I mean? Are you still going to work hard mm -hmm. to get it? How bad do you want this? Yeah. You know what I mean? If I tell you, Christian, I'm not just going to hand this mm -hmm. to you and you got to you got to come after come after it and go after it and get it. Are you willing to work hard to mm -hmm. get it? Are you willing to knock down some doors to get this? Right. Yeah. And I I I had this awesome experience today and I call <laughs> it an awesome experience. <laughs> um, very. Uh, I don't know kind of in a funny and a joking kind of way. But did you have something before you uh, before I share this story? Um, so one of the things that I like to think about is um, it, it's something that I've been, you know, struggling with for, I would say, the better half of maybe the last four years. Um, I said I wasn't going to say this word on my live anymore uh -oh. because it's a it's don't do it. It's a bad word. So, okay. <laughs> Please forgive me for saying this word on live. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we have become so accustomed, so okay, so. comfortable. Sorry. And it did that hurt. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Please don't let that be you. Um I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people that will see a dream, see a goal, see something that they really desire, and because they're comfortable, they'll settle. Because this is easy, I'm gonna stay right here. Because I'm in an area where I'm doing okay. I'm paying the bills. Mm -hmm. But are you truly living? Or in an area where I'm not getting any kind of opposition. Yeah. Everybody is mm. celebrating me in this area. Yep. Everybody is okay with what I'm doing. Everybody is is happy for me in this area. I'm not I'm not getting any kind of opposition in this in this area. So this is where I'll stay. Absolutely. The moment we get into an area where we get some opposition. We feel like, oh, it's not what we're meant to do. This is not where I'm meant to be. Yeah. But let me tell you, just like we talked about last night, let me tell you, people that are talking in your face, <laughs> people that are, you know, speaking to you and interacting you and counter encountering you a lot of times may not be doing that same thing behind your back. They may be 
digging, digging your grave. Yes, <laughs> they may be digging your grave and know who grave they digging right behind your back. And then your face will sit there and act like, oh, all is good. Oh, what's up, Chris? You know, you my man. I, I love what you're doing. I love that live. I was yeah. watching your live, you know, the other night or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. And not all, always do people have your best, you know, intentions in mind. And, and that's not everybody. You know, we put a 10 on people's head, even when they don't deserve that 10, you should still put a 10 mm-hmm. on someone's head. Even when you know that they don't deserve it for your peace of mind, for you, you put a 10 on their head. Oh, they didn't mean that. Oh, that was not intentional. And then we're going to keep it moving. You have to live and you have to answer for your actions. I don't have to answer for what you do. Mm-hmm. I have to answer for my response and my reactions or my response to, to, to whatever you do, whether good or bad, I have to answer to, to what I do and how I react to you mm-hmm. or respond to you. But I don't have to answer for what you do. You have to answer to answer yeah. for that. You have to live with you know, what you do, not me. And I can't waste my, my time or spend my time and energy on worrying about trying to change people Mm. because we can't, that's one area in our life that won't ever have to worry about changing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you we're called to be a light, to be an encouragement, to influence people, but we're not called to try to change people. That's not my responsibility. That's too big of a job for us. We can't handle that. That's Mm. too big of a job for us. So, you know, so talking about average, I mean, man, I said it again. Um, Just make sure that you understand that every day, every single day shows you a teaching moment, shows you an opportunity for you to elevate yourself, for you to grow, Mm -hmm. for you to learn. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of (laughs) lessons, I learned... I knew this lesson, but it was an amazing opportunity for me to teach my now 16-year-old son that just got his driver's license today. And if you are friends with me on Facebook, if you're not, if you're friends with Chris on Facebook, send me a friend request. (laughs) (laughs) I have some pretty cool posts sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyway, so I posted today that our, um, our oldest son, he's 16, he got his driver's license today. Now, he turned 16 at the end of August, and we scheduled his appointment about... A month in advance saying, hey, a month before you turn 16, we're going to schedule your appointment for that day because their appointments were booked out, you know, were were booked out or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when we called, it was booked out even further than we thought. It was booked out to like November here where we live in Minot, North Dakota. So I was asking like, okay, so where is there a DMV around us locally that has closer appointments? Yes, there's one that's two and a half hours away. Okay, we'll take it. That's closer. And it was still... A month later than what we Mm. thought it was, but it wasn't three months later than what we thought it was. So we scheduled this appointment. We had this appointment today and um, it was two and a half hours away. Me and Deontay drove down two and a half hours to his appointment, made it to his appointment about 15 minutes before our appointment time. We go in, even though we have an appointment where they're 15 minutes early, we were still told to take a number and sit down because... Um, they were running behind. Oh, no problem. We're super patient. We, you know, we understand that stuff happens that you, um, that people run behind sometimes. So when the young lady that came in all excited, she had got her driver's license, 
we knew that we were next after her. We sat there still waiting patiently, even though it was an hour after our appointment, we still sat there waiting patiently because we knew that um, we were next. We, we were next. And we, you know, sometimes people need breaks or, you know, maybe he was getting some paperwork, changing some stuff out. I don't know. I put a tin on his head and gave him the benefit of the doubt. So the gentleman that was sitting in the waiting area with us, there was a little desk. It was the smallest DMV I ever been in in my life. So I'm like, okay, they don't have a lot of people. It's a small town. Now, this gentleman said, hey, what time is your, um, or what number did you have? So we told him what number we had, and he proceeded to go into the next office and ask the guy, hey, who, um, or, you know, these people have been waiting. They say they had an appointment wow. at 1040, blah, 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 blah. So he tells us to come in. And the guy that I talked to that was doing this driver's license test says, We've called your number several times. You just weren't paying attention. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? <coughs> okay. So let me explain to you what happened. Because we just drove two and a half hours. We were here. Here's our ticket. What's your ticket number? What time did you check in? All of these different questions that he ought I mean, we didn't we didn't even do anything. All we did was walk up to the desk trying to figure out what happened to our appointment. And he just immediately like went off questioning us, telling us we were in the wrong when we did nothing wrong. We showed up to our appointment early and we waited patiently because they were running behind. And then we sat there and he told me that we didn't hear a number. People in the waiting area said, we didn't hear your number called, ma'am. So I asked to speak to his supervisor. <laughs> this gentleman told me in a very, very ugly way that his supervisor is going to tell me the same exact thing. First of all. Yep. <laughs> So most of the time when we ask to speak with a supervisor, we somebody tell us, oh, OK, um, they're just going to tell you the same thing. So you don't need to waste your time. Oh, I'm not going to waste my time talking to a supervisor. They're going to tell me the same thing. Let me drive. Let me drive back home That's two and a half one. hours away, you know, or let me wait another five hours for the appointment because he told us the next time I can get you in is 445. So I was not OK with that. And I had already prayed me and my son. I'm like, we're going to pray for your appointment. And I pray for favor. And when you pray for favor, sometimes God puts you in situations where he has to show you favor. Can, can I pause you real yeah. quick? So one of the most powerful things in the Bible, and you can find it almost anywhere in the Bible, is if you ask, you shall receive. If you go in faith asking for something, you will get it. Carry on. <coughs> Thanks. Now, Sorry. so that was one thing. And I remember that even in the midst of this situation, I was sitting here thinking like, man, that was one thing I prayed for today was just was just favor with all of this. <laughs> so my favor came when I spoke with the supervisor. I asked her, could I speak with her in a private location? Because we was already in the in the opening <laughs> area and the gentleman had already mentioned to me, ma'am, do you want to go on the other side and wait? No, I don't. But if you want me to, I can wait there for a supervisor. Either way, I'm waiting to speak with your supervisor. I'm not leaving here before I speak with your supervisor, sir. Persistence. Yes. So I talked with the lady. She came there. She doesn't have a private area for me to sit or for us to talk because it's a secure area that, you know, civilians can't yeah. go in. So we went outside and we talked. And I explained to this lady, I said, I'm not trying to cause any problems, ma'am. Let me explain to you what happened. So she said, well, that sounds like it might be a problem with our system. She didn't go accusing me of being wrong, being late, not paying attention. And all. like this guy just immediately attacked us. And when mm -hmm. somebody attacked you, you go on the defense. Right. Mm -hmm. So this lady is the supervisor that I'm talking to. At the end of that conversation with the supervisor, she said, I'm the supervisor. I'm going to do his appointment right now. 
So she didn't walk back in like this guy assumed that she was taking his side. No, I had favor in that situation. My son got his appointment done with the supervisor right then and there on the spot. She stopped what she was doing to give him his drive test. Now, had that gentleman already having a sour taste in his mouth because his mom was not going to just walk away <laughs> and just accept anything that's thrown her way, he would have probably got some negative, like he, he probably would have failed his driving test. I don't know. I'll give the guy the benefit of the doubt that he would have did the right thing because my son's a good driver. But hey, <laughs> you don't, you're not so sure about that. Listen, but that's, I mean, no. And I, I had, I had the opportunity to show my son, like whenever somebody's treating you wrong, whenever somebody's not doing their job and what they're supposed to do, always ask to speak to a supervisor. And even when they tell you, oh, my supervisor isn't available or you shouldn't talk with the supervisor. Make sure that you still ask to speak with the supervisor. You may not always have the outcome that I did, but you know what? Sometimes in life we have to kick down doors and that's exactly what I did today. That's my example of kicking down a door. My son has waited two months as of now, you know what I mean? To get his, or a month for now to get his, his driver's license. We weren't going to wait another two months for him to get another driver's license. Something that he has earned because he had his permit. He's been practicing driving something that he has the right to. He has the right to get a driver's license and nobody's just going to tell him, oh no, you can't get one today because I'm in a bad mood or whatever mm -hmm. the case is. And that's what we have to remember in life. Just because somebody tell us no, just because somebody tell us, oh no, we can't, do that or you can't have that it doesn't mean that it's not for you and that's a powerful lesson because one of the things that you can you know really kind of get out of that is every day you know like i talked about there's a teaching moment but you also have to pay close attention you know one of the things that i always think about is what can i learn from this situation what can i learn from from what's going on around me um you know i had a similar situation i was trying to get something fixed and you know not today and basically I was told like, that's not their, that's not that company's problem. And I said, oh, really? Well, your company sent out the update. After the update, my system crashed. So, so how are we going to fix this? Well, the way that we can fix this is that, you know, you pay to send me your stuff and then you pay to get it fixed. And I was like, but I didn't do nothing wrong. I just did your update. I did your update that what you requested that I do for my system to continue to work. Well, you know, that, that, mm, that's not really our problem. I was like, well, can you please explain to me who problem it is so that I can go speak to them? And they, they kind of like, you know, they thought that I was, you know, being funny. And I was like, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to understand is you've requested that I do an update. You made it mandatory that I do an update. My system won't turn on. My system won't do anything unless it gets this update. So you're essentially forcing me to do the update. When the update happened, my system stopped working. So basically fast forward, spoke to somebody again. I said, okay. We've gone over this a few times. It's not my fault that your stuff messed up my stuff. What can we do to really get to a, a logical explanation? Well, you, sir, you're going to have to pay for us to fix your system. I'm like, no, you're going to pay 
to fix my system. Like I didn't do nothing wrong. So that was another wall. I, I, you know, I got a little firm. I said, Hey, like that, we're not going to, we're not going to go back and forth with this. Like your system did this, you asked for this. And then this is what I would like to do. Can I speak to your supervisor? Same thing. Mm -hmm. And as I spoke to the supervisor, yep, that absolutely makes no sense. I was like, okay, wait, did you say what I said makes no sense or what's going on makes no sense. (laughs) And just to clarify what was going on, didn't make any sense. So in my favor, they said, Hey, this is what we need to do. We're going to send you a box. We are going to pay for the box. You put the, the system in the box. You send it back to us. We will repair it, and then we'll send it back to you. Does that sound fair? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if we can't fix it, we'll, send, fix it, we'll send you a new one. Guess what? They sent us a new one. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, the question again is, where have you settled? If your car has a flat, do you go buy a new car? I hope not. If your dishwasher stops working, do you call to get that warranty enacted? If your TV stops working, do you go through the, the make sure you, you, you do your warranties, like do them, right? Mm-hmm. Almost every appliance that you have has a built-in warranty, right? right? But you too have a warranty. Mm-hmm. Your excellence has a warranty. And if you don't activate it, You'll settle for other people's you, average. <laughs> you'll settle for somebody somebody else's average. Yeah. Or if you think about it, if you don't plan your success mm-hmm. and you allow somebody else to plan something for you, they may not plan, plan nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So don't settle. Make sure that you take steps every day to get better. Absolutely. Learn from every situation every day. Every day. Uh, we were joking about some stuff earlier. Uh, we have a lot of fun, like, you know, just joking about, like, just different things. And I was just saying, like, every day is a lesson. Every day I learn something. Um, and <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like, you know, I, I learned a lesson, you know, like, you're a lesson today. You know, like, just <laughs> yeah. everybody's a lesson. Like, just, like, everything that we go through Tomorrow can teach be. us. Yeah, right. everybody <laughs> that we, everything that we go through, we can learn something. Yeah. From either a situation or something that we go through. Absolutely. But are you growing through it? Because you can let things knock you down, frustrate you, get you upset, mm. get you rattled, get you off course. And then you never do anything else. But did you grow through it? If you grow, you become better, you show up better, mm-hmm. and you can learn from that situation. The reason you're going through situations over and over and over and over and over is because you haven't learned. One of the hardest lessons I learned was asking for patience. I was given so many opportunities to be patient. I was like, why does this keep happening to me? Why? But you have to grow through it. Just like Ashley said, you gotta grow through it. Yeah, Ashley. Um, So just make sure you do that because it's so important. Like the situations that you go through, whether it's a tough boss, whether it's a co-worker, bad supervisor, supervisor, um, tough situation. I mean, but bad supervisor and bad leader, two different things, right? You know, um, you know, it can be like a supervisor, but be like a peer. Right. Mm -hmm. And so just understand that, like, you have to learn how to grow through that situation Mm -hmm. so that you can get better. And so that when the opportunity presents itself, here goes that word opportunity presents itself again, you know how to deal with it to allow it to, you know, catapult you to success. Yep. Absolutely.
That's right. all I got. That's all it. Right. We want to encourage right. you guys tonight. Go out tomorrow and dominate. Shut it down. Your space. <laughs> dominate your space. <laughs> Having way too much fun. Y'all have a blessed evening. Me too. Dominate. Calm down. Stop. Stop laughing. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent. Keep going. Never give up on your goals or on your dreams. Now remember, go out and dominate your space. This is the Leadership Legacy.